I, I think I'm typically more of like an upbeat slasher guy, if you know what I mean. I love Scream. Scream's like a funny slasher. It is of. a funny slasher. Have you seen the original? Oh, yeah. I've seen that's the original. The, that's the only one I've seen but, uh, from all of them. I've all seen like six, five, something like that. I think it's five of them. Uh, they're they're coming out the sixth, yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited for that. <clears throat> I mean, you know, yeah. plot's great. Never yeah, been. yeah. Um, but have you ever considered making a horror movie? That would be fun. Actually, when I was in like first or second grade, my friend and I, we uh, we went on this like trip, or no, maybe it was like fourth or fifth grade. I forget. Maybe fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade. We um we went to Keystone. One sec. What are you doing? You're not in shot for master. Oh, I'm not in shot for yeah. master. Gotcha. You have to mute because it's not that quiet. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to focus up on whoever's talking. Then I, I know what I'm trying to do. All right, fix up the audio right now. Got you. Got you. Um, so much. All right. What's up? I feel like so much. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> we uh, right, sorry. we went yeah. to, to Keystone for this uh, trip. It was it's a, this like skiing place in Colorado where like all the fifth graders were learning how to uh, cross country ski, and I was in a room with my friends Jackson and I think Francisco and Henry or whatever. You, you wouldn't know. Them. I wouldn't know these guys. Um, they uh, I haven't oh spoken. Jackson, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't spoken to them in like years, but we made this thing, um, where. Like pe- there's like tree holes, I guess, like around the trees, because the the snow when it falls down, obviously it goes on top of the trees, but not like right next to the tree. Mm. So we made this little thing where like the tree holes like would consume people <laughs> and like eat them. Oh. And it's like actually dangerous if you fa- fall in there. Like some people fall in and they can't get out, so they die. Right. So um, it's yeah. a little morbid. A little um, morbid. And so we um <clears throat> we decided to do that, and it was this like quick like two minute thing where this one kid's cross country skiing. And then he falls in, and he can't get out. <laughs> and then it's it's like scary. There's like things like coming at him, and he's like, "What's happening? What's happening?" But it was very poor quality. Right. The most ridiculous things, like you saying that, made me remember another story. The most ridiculous things can be really dangerous. Mm. Like, um, because like also everyone always talks about like, sh- "Ooh, sharks, so dangerous!" Right? But like. Obviously, sharks don't actually hurt that many people Aren't every cows, year. Cows like more deadly Ca- than sharks. Cows kill yeah. more people every year than sharks. Like it's really weird. the most ridiculous things are a lot more dangerous than people give it credit for. That's clever though. That kind of yeah. reminds me of a uh, uh, what's the movie? Or no, it's a Doctor Strange episode I've seen part of. Like the walls. The, what if? the walls consume? Or not Doctor Strange? Sorry, Doctor Who. Like oh, the walls. I've, only Doctor Who episode I've seen is the one with the uh, like you can't close your eyes. It's like the one. At, SCP. Oh, with the angels. Yeah. Yeah. That one's sick. Mm-hmm. That one's awesome. That was a cool episode. There was another episode. I can't remember the it now. The walls are like, I don't even know how it works. If you touch a wall, it consumes you or something like that. Huh. And it was really, really creepy. Pretty cool. Um, that just reminded me of that, though. Uh, when you're, because I imagine, you know, I have great ideas for yeah, films of course, of course. that nobody would ever see. Of course. When you're coming up with ideas, how do you decide what to go with? When you look at something, you're like, yeah, it's an idea, but no, not going to happen. For me? Yeah, for you. Um, for me, it takes me a super long time to think of something. Like, I, we wrote my movie for last school year. I was with Will Burke and Jacob Miller. So, actually, sophomore year, we were doing an independent study. And we couldn't think of anything for the first half of the year. We went around to a bunch of different people asking them, like, do you have an idea for what we could do our movie about? And then uh, there was one I remember. It was J.C. Fredette. His was like, what if you do a movie about two socks? And they go into the dryer, and then one of them gets lost, and he has to find his way back to the other sock. And like, that would be cool, but we can't do that. And then we came up with this really, really dumb idea about these kids who are having a sleepover or a party or something. And they go to <clears throat> this one kid's house in this neighborhood that's, like, super confusing. It was supposed to be Jacob's neighborhood. It's not that confusing. Mm. Um, and he, they get into a fight, and then one kid goes out to, like, try and, like, cl- clear his head. And then he gets lost, and we called it Lost on the Same Street. And it was Ooh. really, really, really stupid. And then the school year closed, I guess, ended. Well, not, not ended. It, like, school closed because of COVID. Right. And so we were like, okay, we can't do that. So we decided to write this whole new thing within like two or three weeks about um this like mockumentary for a uh science fair um and you you made that we one. made I that one that. last year yeah. and that that one took so long to like i don't know how we thought of it so quickly because you we couldn't think of an idea for like half the school year before and then with like for this one i just did alone i just got inspiration from i was watching this video called like um shoot what was it 
was like why men don't cry in movies mm-hmm. and it was this whole reason why like you have to be manly and everything and then it was like four minutes long and it showed also this like whole like montage of men crying in movies it's right. like wow that'll be cool and then i listened to the song um can't take my eyes off you by frankie valley i was like that's a really good song and then i put the two together i was like what if he cries and he's listening to that oh. song and he right. at the en- end of the thing spoiler the very last shot is him crying um okay it doesn't really look like he's crying breaking but, uh, stigmas yeah breaking stigmas um and so that's how i think of ideas but it's usually like it i usually will wake up if, if i dream about something i'll wake up and write it down so that's also another way but i'll look at that later in the day i'll be like that is horrible <laughs> so you have a dream journal not really a dream journal, just just like I guess a dream journal. It's like what it's, it's, I like <laughs> what happened in my dream. Okay. Yeah. So the science fair one, all I know about the science fair one, is that I have a cameo in it. I've never seen it. Oh. I never. I don't know what it's do. about. You were in the classroom. Right? I was in the class. I was in the no. I was in the hallway. I was with Nico Camacho. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, John was in the classroom. John was in the classroom. And uh, so, what was the premise of it? Was it just um, a typical science fair video, or no, did you so do something it, with it? These kids, they get paired up to do a science fair. These three kids, it's grouped of three. Um, and one of them is super smart and, like, dr- like won the science fair last year. The other one is, like, a slacker. That's, that's this, me, baby. That's, that's this guy <laughs> right here. Um, and he's, like, supposed to be, like, he doesn't want to do any work. And the other is mm-hmm. Nico Camacho, who is just a – normal guy who's like he's like new to the school he's the control group (laughs) yeah he doesn't really have any friends and then so they get into a big fight um and like they like fight a lot because the two clashing uh clashing characters are always at each other's heads um and then nico leaves and he's like you know i've had enough of this and he leaves and then so davis's character the slacker and the really smart character have to work together and try and create a science fair and i won't spoil the ending but you won't expect it. <laughs> it's unexpected. It is very unexpected. Um, and it's actually, like, really stupid. We, like, hated it. <laughs> Do you typically, when you're coming up with the... So you have to tell me about the screenwriting process. I don't understand any of this. I've never had to write a, a, <laughs> write a movie. So oh, do you normally... So you come up with the idea. Yeah. Then you spend... How long do you typically spend writing a script? Um, one of your movies. This one, so for the last one, we spent two to three weeks writing it, and then we spent, and then Jacob left the uh, um, independent study because Mr. Parker was like, or he messed up his schedule, or something happened with his schedule where he just couldn't be a part of it. Right. Um, so it was just Will and I in our art class, and so then we spent the next few months actually, <laughs> like rewriting everything, um, and like re, I guess redeciding, I guess mm-hmm. what should happen. Um, and it was very it's difficult with two people because you have two clashing ideas right um but for the one i did now i started it in august of last year and we uh or i not we i yeah um i spent a long time going through i like timed or i listened to the song can't take my eyes off you over and over and over again from like august to november kind of like me and stay yeah Except, except you still like the song. I don't know. A hundred and eight times in last year is ridiculous. That's awful. I listened to. I checked my actually Spotify stats, and it's. I li- I've listened to it like three hundred twenty something songs. Oh what? Can't take my eyes yeah. off you. Oh, that's crazy. Because I, I would re-listen to it over and over and over and over and over again. So do I you, think it also counts like the first thirty seconds of the song is like is a listen. Is yeah. a listen. So after thirty seconds, I'd be like, oh, I gotta go back and like retime this something. thing. Do you like the song still? Uh, yeah. It's old <laughs> it's kind of like so i used to i don't know if you knew this i used to just listen to songs on repeat on spotify i wouldn't have playlists i'd literally just have one song a couple over of and songs over. and i'd repeat the same songs until i got bored of them and cycle them out yeah and now when i go back to that playlist i hate every song on there so what, it's, it's like the spotify on repeat literally no yeah. literally um that was also back when i didn't have premium so i was like listening to the ads and playlists. <laughs> um but it was it's miserable now because they're all so good yeah. but i can't listen to any of them because i'm just so tired of mm-hmm. them um the same kind of idea for that i mean yeah. you listen to it i mean to you, you had a goal in mind yeah. too so yeah so like yeah. to an- answer your question i like listened to that song over and over again and i wrote down like each specific like i timed out each scene and so i was like oh so i want to do this and there i want this or i like sort of imagined what would happen so i'd be like oh that would cool and i would write it down um and i would sort of <clears throat> like I guess put down the idea and then I would 
go through the next 30 seconds and be like, does that match this? And then, like, there's some shots where I have, like, in the script, it says they're riding a bike from left to right. And then it's a match cut to a car going from left to right. So it's, like, matches there. Or there's one shot. The very first shot is Holden, my main actor. He is, like, he, he looks up. And then he closes his eyes, and then it match cuts to him. Or he's, like, alone looking at photos of his ex-girlfriend. And then he looks up, and he closes his eyes. And then it match cuts to him, and it opens his eyes. And he's holding his girlfriend's hand, and they're walking together. So I kind of, like, used, I guess, like, parallel scenes to write mm-hmm. that. I guess we should get this straight between ourselves also. So you made you made two. You I, made two I films. wrote two, filmed two, edited the one. I still have to edit the other one from the girl's perspective. Okay. And you have a third one in mind that you you want to try to do i did but it wouldn't really work out it was supposed to be they so it's these the first two is about i don't know if anyone knows the first one's about this man guy boy looking back dude (laughs) yeah dude bro looking back at his relationship with a girl and it's going through his memories and like what went wrong and why i guess doesn't really say why it's more inferred um and then this other the second one is from the girl's perspective and so there's shots like there's one shot where they're like cooking or like throwing cookies at each other, um, but in the boy one it's the boy throwing the cookie at the girl, and the girl one the girl's throwing the cookie at the guy, um, and they have to like different reasons for why they broke up. Like it's inferred that the girl is cheating in the boy one, mm-hmm. uh, but in the second one the boy just like consistently like annoys the girl and does that. Um, and for the third one I was supposed to be it was supposed to be like months later they like are at school and they like see each other, and they go back through all the happy times in their relationship so it was supposed to be like a whole new set of memories right <laughs> and i i was looking at it and i was like it's kind of the same as the first two okay. so i just decided not to write it so it's it's perspective their perspective films. yeah they're like yeah. so one's from the girl louisa's louisa the girl point of view and the other's from holden's, holden's point, of view. point of view so at the beginning did you plan it as a trilogy so the third one was going to wrap no, it all up i originally only had the first one Okay. The first script, the boy, because I wrote that over the summer. I was driving back from my cousin's wedding, um, and I was like, I was listening to the song, and it's like that that'll be cool. And then in art class, Mr. Hughes was like my art teacher. He said, um, "This is good, but you need a little more because it's one isn't going to carry you through the entire year." So I was like, "You're right." So I was speaking over. I was talking to other people, and then I forget who. Someone gave me the idea, like, "What if you have a girl's perspective thing?" I was like, oh, "That's perfect." So Parallels, I wrote that, yeah. um, and then. I had a third one in mind, the one I just said, and I didn't like it. <laughs> Not okay. So it was yeah. originally just the first one, and then the second one popped up, and the third one was just gonna kind of be like the outlier. Right. I mean, I think it would have been cool actually to see a third perspective. I mean, because if so, the I first mean, it, it could have been like an outside perspective, like that would have yeah. been cool but i don't know how i would do that months Maybe, like a friend i agree with you i don't like the months later type of thing I, yeah i'm not a filmmaker obviously so don't <laughs> t- take my thing with a grain of salt please but i think it would have been pretty cool to see that outside perspective because yeah. who was in the wrong mm-hmm. you know mm. who was in the wrong yeah um yeah because yeah. actually there's in the girl one you sh- you meet her friend played by meredith okay um yeah. and uh she uh I guess could would have been the main character of that one, but oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, but and I don't I don't know how it would have worked out because uh, I, I gotta say though I think the girl's best friend you know she has a preference right yeah. she's gonna favor yeah. one side or the other obviously she's gonna favor the girl's yeah. side so it would have had to been like an outside outside source right right just like get me in there I'm just yeah. <laughs> Dean this is Dean's yeah. take on yeah this is Dean he like watched both things and right. now, now he's gonna talk for three minutes about why where did you. Where did you pull from when you were making this? What's the vibe of this film? I remember you mentioned Euphoria. You yeah, mentioned Euphoria. Um, so Euphoria, there's a crap ton of montages in that show. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a shit ton. Um, there are so many in that. And there's one in season one where Jules, she's texting this guy, Tyler, who's actually Nate. And they're like talking to each other, and they're like supposedly in love, or she's in love with him or something, and he's like faking. But... She's like looking at him on. She's in her, or she's like at a locker, facing this side, I guess, and he's on his bed, lying down, facing that side, or vice versa, and um, they're talking to each other. So I really like that, and there, there's a cool song to it. So I, I like that uh, type of montage, and then I was watching uh, Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind also like late summer, um, and I was like oh i really like how he's running through his memories and he's like kind of unsure about where he's going 
Mm. And then I was listening to Radiohead. Yeah, I'm a Radiohead fan. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Big Radiohead. Uh, and um, there's uh, one music video for the song Daydreaming, uh, where he actually directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Cool director. Mm. Um, he. What has he done? What is Boogie Nights, There Will Be Blood, uh, Phantom Thread, uh, The Master. I've heard Punch, Punch Drunk Love. I've heard of all of these titles. It's kind of like for me, like pul- Pulp Fiction. I've heard Quentin of it, Tarantino. but I've never seen yeah. any of it. Yeah, it's like they're like. Is there a similar? Oh, he just feel did to it? Licorice Pizza. That's oh, also you loved that Oscar, one. Didn't you? Uh, nominee didn't win anything. Yeah, you love that one though, right? I I really liked it. I, yeah. I saw it at the premiere. I know I saw it before the premiere with my cousin. Oh, yeah. Look at it, Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, Wednesday night, and it came Ooh. out. Ooh. Yeah. Two days early. Um, but wait. So, oh yeah. So. I was the daydreaming uh, is really cool because he's I forget what the song is about. Um, I think it's about he's looking through his I think his wife just died beforehand, like before he wrote the album. And that song is about his dead wife. So he's like going back through his memories or something like that. Um, but he's also sort of unsure about where he's going and what's behind him. Uh, and I, I like that feel to it. So, yeah, for sure. Sorry, I mean, that was a long. No, that's good. That's good. This is what we're looking for. This is what we're trying to get get some quality content here. Um, so, I you've I've known you for four years. You've never once told me why you like film so much. Why I like. Films? I mean, the first question I ever asked you was. Uh, it was like a Disney. Thing. It was no, it was a Marvel. That was like, do you oh, like Marvel? Yeah, 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 and you yeah. were like, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, I love Marvel. <laughs> um, and then you know we've been friends since. But why do you like movies? Why do you want to like be a filmmaker so much? Because it brings you to a different world. Mm. It's, uh, it's like well, the classic Davis, book line. Davis just looked at me. <laughs> um, I I like uh, it's it's kind of cliche, but I like like if I'm like very sad or something, I'll watch like a sad movie and it'll put me in or not not a sad movie, just like another movie and it'll put me in like someone else's shoes and I'll be able to like experience other things. And also, I think it's cool. Like, are are you, are you ever just like driving? Down, all the time. Down the road. Yeah. All the time. I was going to say I do the same thing with songs. <laughs> are you ever just driving and you like see like cars and you're like, are these real people? Like, where are they going? Is this like, real? Do they have Is any of this different real? lives than me? And so I like that aspect also of just like people have like different experiences than you that you have no idea about. Like they could be like the most interesting or most boring right. person in the world. And it's cool like seeing another person's life, I guess. I mean, on that note, literally yesterday – I was having a conversation with Lena. Yeah. It wasn't a conversation. I just said this out of the blue, and she's like, <laughs> that was really weird. And I was like, yeah. Was <laughs> I said to her, uh, isn't it crazy there's 500 other people in this building, and every one of them's like, living their life and yeah. doing their thing, and I'm just one of them, and I'll it's never experience what so any of them are experiencing. It's really weird to yeah. think about. I was um, I was actually – I just finished the like, Game of Thrones book series, A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. And there's one character in the fourth book, Brienne. She goes through different towns and a bunch of different stuff happens to her. And she's like, she meets all these different people. And it's like, wow. Like, they are all, I mean, it's not real, obviously, but it's like they're all doing completely different things. And George R. R. Martin has built this whole world where everyone has their own problems. And I mean, in a sense, that's like a perfect replication of our world. Because every every character, there's like different point of view chapters for every character. So it's all like, there are like one character, like Arya, she's in like a different city. And then like Sans is in like, main city and then there's people in the north and Daenerys right. is like across the sea and oh that's really cool yeah I've never picked up Game of Thrones it's on my to-do list it's very I swear it's a, I promise it's a lot to take up it's a lot to take <laughs> um, no but like as I was saying I think that's a perfect rep- representation of our world yeah because at the same time yeah they're made up characters they're book and movie characters whatever mm-hmm. their lives are total mysteries to us how is that any different than like me to someone I've never met before yeah their life is just as foreign to me yeah. as these characters. In fact, I probably know more about these characters than that person. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, know, I know more about those characters than I do about like most people. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's because you get the ins and outs of every single thing. Right. But uh, like, or that's to answer your question. Finally, that's why I also like film because you get to see. I mean, even if it's just about, like, if it's a documentary about like a a mammal or something like a bear. Like there was one Disney documentary a while ago I watched about bears. Um, and I just found it so cool seeing like bears just going about their lives, just fishing. And I think I've seen that one actually. Yeah, and there's also one yeah. called like Monkey Kingdom, which was just monkeys just in trees and mating and attacking people, yeah. and it was really cool. Disney had some weirdly good documentaries. Yeah, <laughs> I think Tina Fey uh, narrated the yeah. monkey one, like the most mm. random. <laughs> it's, it's really random, <laughs> I yeah. imagine. But yeah, 
so was there a specific movie that you saw and you were like that's my future that's what i want to do um i not really i i mean sort of i started when i was in first grade with my friend uh and every weekend i moved to colorado halfway through i lived in greenwich and then my dad bought a company and we moved to colorado and so for the first uh few weeks when i was in colorado i didn't know anyone and then I met a friend, and he was like, "You want to come over, over to my house?" And we, I went over to his house. And then every weekend in first, second, and third grade, we would like just make. A, he had, I think, iMovie just came out like that year or something, and we just um, started making movies. Like mini, like I think our first one was just about a paper airplane just being uh, thrown. Yeah. <laughs> and then we would make like Lego. We moved to Lego stop motion ones, and then we moved back to oh, those are the to real life ones. Those are the coolest. Yeah, those Not are even cool. kidding. Those are cool. And then we we had this whole series that was so stupid. It was called Crazy Loons on the Loose. Just okay. we would just film each other just doing the stupidest stuff. Like he would like jump off stairs, and I was like, Why would you want to watch that? It's the Crazy Loons on yeah. the Loose. That's why. Um, and then <laughs> I. Uh, Let's see. And then I there was one movie. I think also in 2010 when Toy Story 3 came out, I was like impacted by Toy Story 3. When Andy leaves his toys, I was like, Ugh, I like, that, fuck, that, was, that could be me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's gonna be me in college. And uh, and then uh, I was like, that that'll be cool to make. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. So how did they? What is Toy Story was like huge when it came out. Toy Story is my huge. favorite animated movie. It Toy came Sto- out in the 98, right? 98? I, I think it was the first feature-length animated movie ever. Wow. Or c- computer animated movie, sorry. Okay. Anim- yeah. Animated movie, the true stuff. I don't know what I'm saying. Right. First computer animated movie. Right. Um, which is really cool. Like, first... Uh, I think it was... Pic- was it Pixar's first... Davis, was it Pixar's first movie? Do you know? No. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think it was either. Maybe, I think. A, maybe a Bug's Life or something. Is, no, is no, Pixar's no, Steve if, Jobs? If, if, oh, you're right. Yeah, it was. It was, was, it was it? Yeah. Wow. Their first animated movie. Their first computer animated movie. Sorry, right. but they had animated shorts. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love Toy Story. I, Honestly. Do you remember t- 2019? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, do you remember when Toy Story 4 was coming out in like our sophomore year? And oh, I was like, yeah. everyone's got to go see this. Everyone's. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little secret. I didn't go and see it. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> Dean. Yeah. It looked a little scary for me. Scary? It looked a little scary for me. What? Do you think. The cat thing. Was there was like creepy dolls. I, I couldn't do it. Oh yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. about those things. Mm-hmm. Come on, that was such a good movie. Inanimate objects can be terrifying. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Did you see Toy Story one, two, and three though? I saw Toy Story one and either two or three. Two's the one with uh, Stinky Pete or whatever, the like prospector. I saw and the Alice one. Toy Barn. I saw the one with the bear. The bear. That's that's three. Lotso. That's three. I love Lotso. Lotso. He's yep. a, he's a bad guy, but he's his his a- animated fur is cool. Right. An- animated fur is always cool. Yeah, actually, um, I don't know if I ever told you this. My uncle used to work at Lucasfilm. You did tell me that. I did tell you this. You did tell so me that. So he worked on the Star Wars year, films and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but one of the super cool things he did uh, was he worked on Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, the fourth one, I want to say, the one with Davy Jones. Davy Jones was the first that one. Was the th- no, that was the third one. That was the th- second and third one. There was a two-parter. Are you sure? I think that... Yeah, I think the first one was... I don't know uh, if you know Davis, but the first one was like Black Pearl, I think. Oh, Curse of the Black Pearl. Black yeah. Pearl. Sec- second one was the one with Davy Jones. Davy Jones, second and Davey three. Davy Jones, yeah. And then four is Blackbeard. There it is. Yeah, and four is Blackbeard. Yeah. Four um, was not good. Four was like five. And five was... Bleh. Five was... Curse yes. of the Black Pearl was number Black one. Black Pearl was yeah, number one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So for he worked on Davy Jones, number two. He's the dude that did the tentacles and stuff. Like the animation? Like the animation, wow. the tentacles, which everyone looks at movies stuff in movies like that and they're like oh whatever it's his job to do it yeah. it's hard to do that stuff I'm sure, especially <laughs> back then when like computer animation or cgi was just becoming like, right. a big it was like rising right that was what 2000 maybe know, 10 early 2010 two, or late 2000s i want to say 2012 i'm gonna say uh, 2008 davis First released in 2003. 2003 was the oh, first one. Oh, Black Pearl was. Yeah, yeah, okay. but what about Black the Pearl. second one? Second uh, one was 2006, maybe. Oh, the second one is probably, you're probably right. Yeah, I, th- I think 2006. Maybe 2008. I know they took big gaps. 2006. 2006. Oh, big man, look at you. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's my job. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you're like Jamie. Um, 
but yeah, so he did that, and the, I also told you he did the Star Wars stuff already. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. But I think yeah. The, the coolest thing he ever did was I've never seen Star Trek. Maybe you have. I've only seen the first J.J. Abrams one. I haven't seen the other. Okay, okay. Um, he does a lot of the blowing up scenes. Oh, like, he's, like, he's like a pyrotechnic. That's he's guy. a pyrotechnic kind of wow. guy. Except on the computer. Like, he doesn't actually work with fire and stuff in person. It's just, like, uh, he designs all the animations oh, for, like, the, that stuff. Uh, and he did some big scene where the Enterprise crashes into, I think it was Chicago or San Francisco or something. I can't remember. I don't know. And it was, I, I have seen that scene, of course. <laughs> it's it's crazy what these guys can do on a computer. Um, I have so much respect for those pyrotechnic guys because they got to, like, control like the fire and the explosions and right. have you ever seen that movie Tropic Thunder uh, uh, with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. where he does blackface. Yes, yes but I remember it's that. Part of the role. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm like saying it's like good, but it's part of the role. Mm. Um, but uh, there's one Danny McBride's character. Okay. Uh, he plays like a pyrotechnic guy, and he's like super like rowdy, and he's like a cowboy. And there's this one shot where this like plane comes in and just like tons of explosions just happen and he's like yes 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 yeah. <laughs> these actors just want chaos <laughs> <Yeah>. hey. <laughs> also tom tom cruise is in that you know the like ceo of the uh, production company or, or whatever um okay. the guy that dances in end credits he's like he's like super it like doesn't look like anything like tom he's like bald and he's like super hairy that's tom cruise he's, he's like a jew in it yeah that's so ridiculous <laughs> no i've only seen so i'm gonna be honest i haven't seen many of robert downey jr's early works I saw, obviously, Marvel. Yeah. Everyone's seen Marvel. I saw that. I didn't even see Sherlock Holmes. That came out until I was nine. That wasn't even early. Oh, I liked Sherlock uh, Holmes 1 and 2. I think they're making a third, actually. With him? With him. Wow. I think Jude Law played uh, Watson, but I don't know if he's coming back. Okay. Um, okay. Was he in... Was he... Javis, was he in The Outsiders? I, th I think Robert Downey Jr. was in... No. Was that Tom Cruise? The Outsiders? The Outsiders movie. Yeah. I've heard of that one. I've never seen it. No. No, he's not. The Outsiders. The Outsiders movie, nineteen eighties, nineties. I think early or late eighties. Nope. No, that's Michael not the Morbius. one. That's not the one. Tom Cruise. Morbius. Tom, Morbius. Sorry, Morbius Tom, which I. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Rob Lowe. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, what was the? He was in something. I forget what it was. I watched some early movie with him. What? You remember that too? Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, Davis. Do your job. Oh my God. Um. There's yeah. a, he's a good actor. I, I like him. I think he's great. I mean, he doesn't do. Did you see Doolittle? No, <laughs> I didn't. I heard it was bad. I didn't either. <laughs> I heard it was really bad. It looked awful. I mean, I like him a lot. Um, at least he's not. He doesn't do that method acting stuff, does he? Have you, uh, have you read about this online? Think, I don't think he does the method acting stuff. Um, have you read about this online? I've been reading me about this. Me method acting? Yeah, method acting. Bro, it's like, crazy. What these actors do. I, who was the actor? Heath I, Ledger was the big one. Heath Ledger. I, was that for Joker? Joker. He locked himself well, no, in a room. For, uh, for the Dark Knight. For, right, for the Dark Knight. He locked himself in a room alone for weeks to get into the psychological mindset to be a crazy person. Wow. Um part of me looks at that and screams bullshit the other part of me is just like that's ridiculous to put yourself through for a role i, I feel like it's like for certain roles i feel like you have to do or like not that i agree with the act of method acting i feel like it's kind of crazy but if you're doing a role that's like i mean obviously the joker is kind of damaged right <laughs> um but if you're doing a bro that's like a super crazy guy, I feel like you got to get into it a little bit. But the method acting, like Jared Leto for the uh, the Suicide or Suicide Squad, sorry, uh, not the Suicide Squad, right, right, uh, just Suicide Squad. He apparently did not leave character or break character for the entire time they were filming. So he would like go up to people, like go up to crew and like like kind of like scare them a little bit. Be crazy. Yeah, which yeah. I. I think it's stupid. <laughs> Although there's one I, I do like, um, the guy that plays Kendall Roy in Succession, uh, Jeremy Strong. Mm. I was reading an article um, about him in, in the Atlantic. I think a couple months ago, um, and uh, he apparently stayed in character, which um, it's kind of weird because that's not like a demanding role. It's he's like I mean he's being shit on by everyone, but okay. yeah. uh, he's like he's very like in character i guess so he's stayed in character and acted like everybody's like he's he's carpet for he's for supposed his to be whole, so like, like his, his entire family is like okay just 
like he like uh went behind his dad's back and tried to get him like all out of the company mm. and um a bunch of stuff happened and then his dad uh there was this like molesting thing like sexual assault case that happened in the uh the company mm. and the dad put the or he put that guy Kendall in like the front seat and like to try and uh like frame him for it or frame him like have him be the, the face of it and then Kendall was like my dad's like a malicious being and he's like behind all this okay and then after that the entire family just like starts shitting on him and he he still str- like thinks he's like big in like society's eyes but so it's not like the biggest role but he, he still like apparently he just wouldn't break character on set like even when the cameras weren't rolling which I don't really know why um, it's weird it's yeah. a weird choice I mean I, I'm not an actor. I was an actor back in the day. I did some of those musicals. Me too. You know me. Yeah. Fifth, sixth through eighth grade. Yep, me too. That's Those Every are the years. Musical. Those are the years kids decide I'm going to be an actor. And then yeah, and high school comes along. They realize, uh, the fuck, I'm going to be an actor. I know. Yeah. Um, but I cannot imagine a role being so difficult that the only possible way to continue is to... Method stay act. in character for yeah. your entire duration of being in you know filming yeah i don't understand it that much it's kind of a weird concept <laughs> it is a weird concept i mean think about it we don't what do we do to develop our personalities we don't do anything we just be ourselves yeah so imagine trying to it's kind of like talking with an accent to the point that you have the accent yeah like why what in your mind makes you think that you should be pushing that hard in one direction? I feel like it'd be scary at some point when you like forget who you actually are because yeah. you're acting like a psychopath for I feel like months on end. For some people, it's like they want to get in character. For some people, it's like, oh, I got to get an award, so I got to push myself. Right. Um, and for others, it's just like they just want to <laughs> do it because other people do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's interesting. I think if I remember yeah. correctly um, – Jeremy Strong said in that article that Daniel Day-Lewis did it for the last of the, um, of the Mohicans or something like that. Um, and I uh, I was like, really? Like, I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis is an amazing act. Right. But uh, I didn't know he did it. And it's like weird to see how many people do it that you just don't even... It's re- it's random. You just don't even realize. I mean, at that point, is it working? If, to, if you have to ask yourself, they, did they really do that? <laughs> then maybe it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it would be really interesting to try honestly yeah. imagine trying to davis change your own personality for our, our movie last year when, did you when we were filming you were a method actor davis uh, yeah, D- davis yeah, I filled all my classes so i could you know, yeah get into the mindset so you could get get in character that's that's why you failed so you get into the mindset yeah. that's the only yeah. reason though yeah. yeah yeah not because he wanted to fail his classes i think it would be really interesting to try in all seriousness yeah. i mean think about it you're you to totally change for us it's only 18 years but for other people you know like your mindset how, how old is daniel re- day lewis now he's 50 60 i don't know i think he, he retired from acting okay well whenever he did this he, he's 50 years of himself yeah. under his belt and all of a sudden now he's trying to act like a totally different person yeah. for in his actual life that's really scary actually mm. i think it's pretty scary yeah yeah would you ever try that? Would you ever make your actor's method act, Alex? I don't, it's not really like the direct. Like I, I personally wouldn't, because it's not the director's choice. Mm. I guess it's the actor's choice. But and also, I, I don't like being in front of the camera, so I personally wouldn't do it. You don't. <laughs> I don't like. W- that's why I like being, but like directing and writing, because I don't think I can act. Okay. Um, oh, something's running. Something's going on something's upstairs. Stomping upstairs. So this is the benefit of taking place inside of it. You know. Stuff going on everywhere. Yeah. Um, um, I, yeah, but I don't think I would make them. It's just their choice. I just don't really agree with it, especially if it's, like, a scary role and they're, like, scaring the right. cast and crew or just being weird. Just, like, run around. Everyone thinks you're just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's weird. Yeah. I mean, so what's the what's the future hold, Mr. Resnick? For me? Yeah, what do you want to like what, I'm what going kind of movie you want to do full length features what do you want to do full length features full length features yeah, yeah. I'll do I'll f- like write or direct anything I feel like I want to do dramas because I watch or I guess dramas like a sort of loose term uh, just like I guess dramas yeah I'll just say that you do dramas yeah dramas because I watch a lot of dramas um, uh, and I really like dramas I also like thrillers a lot uh, I feel like doing comedy would be extremely hard really um because comedy is like, you have to be, or especially comedy writers have to are like really really smart and like have to, um, 
like be like relevant. I guess there's one uh, podcast called Smartless with Jason Bateman and mm-hmm. Will Arnett, and um, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah and they uh, talk to a bunch of different people, a bunch of different comedians, and just people in the film industry. And they were talking to, shoot, they were talking to Bill Maher, uh, who has this own show. It's kind of like a political comedy show, but he's like he's extremely smart and he like writes all this stuff. And I don't know how he's able to just be funny every single week. <laughs> right. And so you have to be really smart to be able to do comedy. So I don't know if I'd be able to do that. It's funny. People think of comedians as, you know, just yeah. making random it's, reckless jokes. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's like tough. hard to make people laugh. It's tough. Especially like if you're on stage, like doing stand up for a long time, like you have to consistently do f- be funny. <laughs> right. And say stuff that'll make people chuckle. And like they repeat comedians repeat sets all the time and yeah. stuff. But John Mulaney, I think, repeats a bunch of his I mean, stuff. I mean, if you had to come up with a new joke every show, it would be impossible. That would be hard, yeah. Right? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But it's crazy because obviously I'm not seeing the same jokes over and over again because you only go to one yeah. show. But at the same time, they always the jokes always seem to stay relevant. Yeah. If a joke's not hitting anymore, they cycle it out. They get a new one. Like my my dad. So the John Mulaney did a a few shows. He's he his back from he's back from rehab. He was in rehab for right, for, for cocaine, cocaine addiction. Cocaine and addiction. he was doing this show. I forget what it was called, but I went to see it. Um, and my dad saw it like a week before in the city, and so we we went to see it and. <laughs> Um, he was saying how most of the jokes were the same, it, but it was he, he he delivered it a little differently, but most of them were the same. But he also added a few, like there was one joke about like John Mulaney's mother that he added, mm. and so I think like each n- new show he's testing out to see which jokes get a laugh, right? And so he'll either take it out or he'll add a new thing and be like, "Is this funny?" And if if people laugh, then he'll keep it in. And so it's an always developing industry yeah there's no right answer which which is awesome there's no right answer i mean to be fair for comedians is there a right answer in film either no film you can do what like what like there's one uh director gaspar noe he's swedish something like that he uh one of those countries yeah yeah he's uh, maybe norway i don't Mm. know he is he's very experimental like he will do whatever he wants he actually there's one movie he so people it's like he's like famous for having people hating his movies. They're they're oh. like highly rated, but people just don't like them. Weird. Um, and so he has one poster for a movie Climax, which I saw, which was really weird. It's about this dance studio in France. That um, actually, I think he's French. <laughs> uh, well, that would make sense. Yeah. There you go. In, in in France, this dance studio, they're all having fun for like an hour, and like dancing, and then someone spikes a drink with like LSD, and so everyone like their like punch bowl. It's like a party. And the punch bowl, and then everyone gets, I guess, high. Yeah. Uh, and so everyone's like going crazy, and it's very like flashing lights, and there's like incest, and it's like a really weird movie. But for that poster, uh, he was like, y- "You hated th- this movie. You loathed this movie. You really didn't like this one." And he like puts that in the advertising. <laughs> um, I mean, all publicity which, is good publicity. Yeah. So right. it's, but it's kind of like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, even if people hate your like he did the, I don't know if you remember that movie Love. No, uh, it was on Netflix it a few years ago. It was Oh, yes, I've heard about that. Yes. I never seen it. I'm not going to get into it. it. <laughs> yeah, all right. But it's very like very graphic sex stuff. Right. Uh and people hated that movie and he just kept on going. And he made a new movie called uh Vortex, I think. I was going to see it at New York, Fil- New York Film Festival, but I didn't get the chance. Mm-hmm. Um it's about these old people who like one has a heart condition, one has dementia. And they're both dying, and it's like supposed to be scary and like sad. And because his, I think his grandmother and his mom both died from brain hemorrhages. Okay. And, and then he had a brain hemorrhage, and he almost died. Um, and then he decided to write a movie based off that whole experience. But I think that's his most, uh, I think it's his newest, but it's very like, it's also mixed. Like, thank God, the, the thank God he didn't die. Now he can make more of these weird yeah, movies. Yeah, more of these. Great movies. These awesome movies. This right? one, Irreversible, which is also very, very controversial. I think it's about um, a girl or a woman who gets like raped, but it's like the movie's in reverse, so it's like it starts with the rape and then it's like the sequence like leading up right. to it. Is how do so filmmakers deal with sensitive topics in a lot of different ways? I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen your films because I don't know where to find them. They're very sensitive. Uh, very sensitive <laughs> topics. Um, how do filmmakers typically go about? Like this guy is clearly. An oddball. Yes, for no way. He's he he likes to stand out. He likes to do right. flashy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how does the typical filmmaker go about dealing with 
topics that are like touchy subjects typical social i think you can um well there's one man aaron sorkin he did a movie he's a he actually is going to see or he went to syracuse um where i'm going and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he uh did a movie called the trial of the chicago seven which is oh uh, yeah um, that was really the, really big I, I forget the thing but there was a black character in it who gets like hated on uh and he um actually the guy I was saying jeremy strong is in that okay. um uh, and he's very good about it. Uh, he makes it like very clear that he did not do this thing. And then there's also a movie called uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which also came out. That movie was really good. Um, Daniel Kaluuya. It's about the, the Black Panther uh, party in the 60s mm. or 60s, 70s. And uh, one character, Bo- uh, Bob Seal, something Seal, um, who is like he works for the FBI. But he he's also black and he's like trying he's like an informant from inside the group, and um, I feel like like those are touchy subjects because it's like black lives and um, like government and all this stuff and mm-hmm. they handle it well. I feel like though you have to be very knowledgeable on the subject to write a script yeah. about it. And also, I mean, you, you don't have to be, no. but you you yeah. get s- in yeah. screwed if you yeah. you're not knowledgeable about it. Yeah. Also, the the director for. Um, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is also black, so it's very mm. fitting, I guess. If that, I don't know. If no, that's yeah. Wrong to say. Maybe you can. Um, because he so he he, he right. like knows the history about it well, and he's very well read. He's well read about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe you can talk about Jordan Peele also in this situation. Though. Oh yes. Yeah, because he has been killing it recently Get with out. movies about touchy subjects. Us, Nope is coming uh, out in July, July twenty fourth, something like I'm that. I'm excited for that. It's not I'm, I'm going to go see. I don't yeah. know what that's going to have to do with, because all of his movies are, are, or his movies so far deal with like black, like black people in white America, I guess, mm. um, or at least Get Out does, uh, and they're black black lives, I guess, and. I know his the main characters in that movie are black. They're, I think their grandfather, or one of the characters' grandfather, like owned or started the first like black, um, like horse run co- like company in Hollywood or something like that. Oh, for Nope. Yeah. The new one. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what else that's gonna have to do with stuff like that. Um, but I find it interesting how he can fit that stuff into horror. Yeah. It's, it's really cool how he yeah. can make you. It reaches the right audience. Yeah. Too. It reaches exactly the right audience. I mean, yeah. it won Best Picture 2017. Right. Get Out, so. I mean, Get Out was great. Yeah. I love that movie. I've seen it many times. Maybe, yeah. So, actually, on the topic of award shows, yep. I've, I'm, I don't know about you. You've probably seen these movies because you care a lot more than me. Um, but I've never seen, I don't think, any of the films that were nominated for Best Picture this year. Ever? Ever. Actually, they were, what was nominated for Best Picture? It was... I mean, actually, Davis, you, can you look that you up? I think it was because uh, that's a uh, good point. Licorice Pizza, uh, you, pa- yeah. Power of the Dog, mm-hmm. um, Drive My Car, and a couple uh, more. There was one. Shoot, what was the one? The most popular movies never get nominated. Obviously, yeah, the award shows are really like the Oscars. Uh, definitely, the Academy is really Nightmare stupid. Alley. Nightmare Alley, yeah. Don't look up. Don't look Dune, up. Uh, drive, my Dune, drive My Car. Drive My Car. I think oh, Dune's the exception there. West Side Story. Coda. Yeah, I don't know why Coda won. So that I've was heard of really Coda weird. Coda's what was Coda about? Coda's like Coda a feel good movie about um, this uh, deaf family, or one of the, like the family's deaf and the daughter. She. I, I didn't actually see it because it didn't really speak to me. Right. Uh, uh, but it's about this like deaf family and. Uh, they have to like deal with being deaf, and I think Coda's Child of Death, Deaf Adults, C O D A. Okay. So the daughter's not deaf, but her parents are. And oh. Actually, oh, this is the one about the daughter that wants to do music, right? Yeah, I think yes, so. I saw and the trailer for that. The guy who plays her dad is deaf. He won Best Supporting Actor, I think. Um, and he was he had an amazing speech about how his father was deaf, and then his father got into a car crash, and like obviously when you're deaf, you can't like sign. Or, right or you, you you have to sign. Um, right. And so his father was paralyzed from the neck down, and so okay. how he couldn't sign. Right. And it was a very touching speech about how he, like, wanted to thank thank his dad for being, like, that person who he could l- look up to even though he couldn't really speak to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a very cool speech, but uh, I don't know why that movie won Best Picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you did see Licorice Pizza. Yeah. I think I you saw, saw all of them besides right? uh, 
drive my car, the Japanese one, and Coda. Coda. You didn't see Coda. Yeah. Right. Which was your favorite of the ones you've seen? Um, the ones I've seen, I don't know. I I liked Power of the Dog. Um, it's a very interesting story. It's actually based off a book. Um, I thought Don't Look Up was very overhated. <laughs> what was that one about? Uh, it's like a satire kind of about a uh, – there's like a giant like Earth-killing sh- meteor heading for plan- planet Earth. Oh, is this um, one with Steve Carell? No, it's with uh, no. Leonardo DiCaprio, and he plays a meteorologist – who goes to the president, who's played by Meryl Streep, who, and he tells her that the, there's like seven months left or something, or six months left, uh, until it hits the world and the world's going to explode. And she's like, oh, it's fine. It's, fi- it's, it's supposed to be like an allegory for like climate change. Oh, yeah. um, and so he's like trying to get everyone to believe him for six months, and no one does because the president's like, nothing's happening. He's just being crazy. Uh, and then obviously... It happens. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> so the outcome there is actually I don't want you to spoil the movie or anything, but the outcome there is like everyone believes him or what? No, the outcome is no one believes him um, until they see something in the sky and they're like, wait, maybe the guy, the scientist, is right and we shouldn't believe the government. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the guy who wrote it uh, sounds familiar, right? Uh, Adam McKay. Yeah, I was on. Yeah. A, he was he was on the podcast Smartless, mm. and he was talking about how he and his friend were watching a documentary about climate change on Netflix. And how, uh, like, he believed it, and a bunch of people he talked to believed it, but there was a segment about governments, like, t- trying to suppress climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, and he found that really interesting, so he wrote a movie about that. Uh, that is super interesting. Pe- yeah. I think people don't like it because it's very, like, campy, and it's very, like, cheesy. Right. Um, yeah. and I mean, sometimes satirical comedies are the best kind. Yeah. I mean— It's, it's like a comedy—it's like a dramedy, kind of. A dramedy, Okay. That's a new term. I've never heard that Dr- one. Dramedy. Dramedy. I mean, th- I actually really want to watch that movie now. That's a really interesting thing to make a movie about. Yeah. Especially because it's super I, relevant. I really liked it. Um, you liked it? Yeah. And, yeah, I won't spoil it. Uh, the very, very ending. Um, even though I may have already said it. So if I did, just Davis can cut it out. Oh, we're not <laughs> editing anything, buddy. This oh, is yeah, all going yeah, there, yeah, yeah. This is live. This, this is going straight to the I, I may have said it a minute ago, so just disregard that don't uh, go back <laughs> if you want to watch the movie i guess <clears throat> warning too late warning um <laughs> yeah spoilers and movies um no that's a super interesting a disclaimer at the start of this like spoilers for right how many um so how often have you thought about doing that i guess i should say like Making taking a something comedy a satirical comedy <laughs> I, mean, I love those i think those are funny that, that's kind of like, like uh, they're just uh, to me pure humor because yeah. Yeah. That that's what Succession is also kind of. Is it? Um, I don't know. I I'm more like original stories. Okay. Like there's one, uh, like X for example. To go back to the very start go back of this, to X. is yeah. a completely original IP. It's like, uh, it's I mean it's obviously like inspired by Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Um, and yeah, everything takes inspiration from everything. Nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like up, there's actually yeah. there's this one book that's written. There's like. I'll, I'll do one last. We'll spiel. wrap it. We'll wrap it up real quick. I yeah. Believe that yeah. yeah. I have to leave by three fifty three. Three fifty three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because it's a seven minute drive. Right. Um, there's this one thing that's like there's only thirty six possible stories. Right. And I find that interesting because. Oh. It's in in the world. There's. Yeah. There's only like thir- like he wrote a book. Uh, he this guy is like sixteenth uh, century or something. He he wrote this book like he went through and read a bunch of different stories and he eventually found out there's th- there's only 36 possible stories like man meets woman or man defeats evil or evil defeats man or stuff how stuff do you like get that. to that you just get to 36 and you're like nope we're done <laughs> yeah that's it there's 36 <clears throat> um copyright and so, yeah and so I, I find that interesting that people can still make like original stories even though there's it's obviously based on those th- or one of those original right. thir- 36 um i mean that's at this point that's kind of how it is yeah um you never really see, for example, you never really see a new company come about. It's always a build off of something yeah. else. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there's like it's like always a remake. Like there's remakes of everything now. Literally, literally of everything. Really annoying. <laughs> I mean, it's annoying at the same time though. It's interesting to see how people can build on each yeah. other. You but, know. I mean, there's actually one interesting thing. The uh, the Godfather movies, obviously, mm. huge. Right. Um, there's a show on Paramount Plus coming out called The Offer, which is about the making of the Godfather. It's like. A show about the director and the—it's not like a d- documentary; it's like an actual show. Uh, it's like a drama, and 
it's cool that they uh, were able to do a spinoff that's not like a direct, direct spinoff, if that right. makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I like that. Oops. It's like one of those, uh, what do they call it in Scream? Did you see Scream? The new one, no. Okay. They, they kept using some term. It wasn't a sequel. It was a... Oh, I'm not going to come up with it. it. It's a sequel, except it takes similar characters, but then makes a different plot line. Huh. Um, and she has a really weird term for it <laughs> that she used the entire movie that was really annoying. But, um, um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that's why I like X also. Sorry. Just one last thing. Because it's, like, inspired by this, but it's also, like, a new story. Right. Like, these people, they go to make a porno on this. Uh, sorry. Porno is, like, v- VHS porn is... Uh, Mm. internet <laughs> right right um uh so that's why i'm saying it right um they make this uh movie dirty movie at this ranch uh this old people's ranch and they uh don't like it or there's a reason why they don't like it the, I, the elderly I, couple didn't I, like it I, I won't spoil why they don't like it right um but they don't like it and then they basically start killing <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous. And so it's like a cool like a r- original story and it's Reed and Parker actually said they didn't like it. They didn't like it at all because they hate scary movies. I drag them into this. Babies. I, babies. <laughs> I really like scary movies, and I like this movie. Yeah, I'll, me too. I'll preface I was talking about them right last now. night. I like that movie. I would never do it again. Never see it again, yeah. Because it was like... It was, it was also like gory. <laughs> no, it was gory as hell. I mean, you could tell right off the bat what was going to happen and how it was going to end. You could tell who was going to die. I actually... Actually, not a spoiler. I'm not gonna say anything. I mean, it starts at the end. Remember that the, the starts, opening scene. Yeah, it's like in media arrest. And then it goes 24 hours earlier. Yeah. Um. So you are actually from the beginning trying to figure out what happens. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a great movie. We'd yeah. never do it again. And we're pretty much out of time. Oh. But we're gonna have you on here again. I'll be back. I, I promise. I'll be here for more time. I so promise. I gotta, go, I, I gotta go pump some iron. And next time we're gonna bring some some footage from your films. Yes, I will be uh, hopefully done editing. So I already finished editing one of them. Uh, hopefully I'll be done with the other one by then. Okay. Um, yeah, you got to rush it for us. Come on. got to be here yeah. in time. Come on. Just Come on. give me a date. Bob I'll be down. done by then. Okay. And uh, Davis, yeah. uh, Davis will be able to have a microphone so he, he can speak to us. Hell yeah. So Hell he yeah. have to yell. Uh, but yeah, you got to go. Thanks for coming. Thank Thanks you come, for buddy. having me. Thanks for coming, buddy. Thank you, Davis, for looking up Pirates of the uh, Caribbean and Toy Story. Yeah. You're welcome. Oscars nominee list. Part of the job. That's true. Part, part of the gig. <laughs> All right, go ahead and edit. We good. Peace. Oh, solid. Should I? Uh...